Howdy friends and welcome to the Old Hat Podcast. This is your host, James Chambliss, Old Hat, and this is episode 48 of the podcast. And I was listening to somebody famous on the radio today and he was talking about his podcast and he said he was on episode 21 and I'm like, wow, we got a lot more than that. Here we are. You're here with me for episode 48. And tonight we're going to talk about alligators because Paisley asked me to tell a story about an alligator and I can do that. I have one, really one alligator story is all I got. You'd think I'd had a lot more alligator experience, but we just don't have a lot of them here in Texas. We do have some from time to time, but they're kind of bashful. You don't see them very often. There are places like Louisiana and Florida where you see a lot more of them, but we don't see very many here. And I'll tell you something. I'm pretty happy about that. I don't miss them. <laughs> I was thinking about alligators, and I was trying to remember the first time I ever saw one, and I did. The first time I ever saw one, I was a little boy, and my grandma lived in Gainesville, Texas, and they had a zoo, the Gainesville Zoo. And whenever we would go to see grandma, we would go to the Gainesville Zoo. And we they had an alligator or two, and I know I saw them, but I didn't pay any attention because I'll tell you, I only went to the zoo to see one thing, Jerry the Elephant. That's right. They had a great big elephant named Jerry. And we've talked about Jerry all the time because, like, he was our best friend. We loved Jerry the Elephant, and we loved to go see him and see what he'd do. And they'd let you feed him peanuts, and that was kind of cool. And he was just an elephant, big old flappy ears. We just thought he was the coolest thing ever. But we didn't really call him the elephant. We called him the Ishan because my big sister, Linda, couldn't say elephant when she was a little girl. She said, Ishans, Ishans. And so we call elephants Ishans to this day, even though we're not little kids anymore. We still say Ishans. So Jerry the Ishan is who we went to see in Gainesville. And I'll tell you the most exciting thing that ever happened about Jerry the elephant is one time they had a terrible flood in that city. And uh, it washed through the Gainesville Zoo, and it flooded out the animal cages. And y'all, Jerry the elephant got carried away on the flood, and he was missing, and they couldn't find Jerry the elephant. And now you'd think an elephant would be hard to hide, but we they couldn't find him. You know where they finally found Jerry the elephant? In the top of a tree. They found an elephant up a tree because the water was higher than the tree, and he had his trunk stretched way up out of the tree and above the water so he could breathe through his, through his trunk. Did you know elephants could do that? And that's where they found Jerry the elephant. And they got him down and back to the zoo, and we got to go see him again. And we just we all still love talking about Jerry the elephant. That was one of our favorite things to do, was go see the. But you know, I didn't have any alligators that I couldn't wait to go see. <laughs> that wasn't on my list at the zoo. Hey, let's go see the alligators. They look like dinosaurs to me. And I know dinosaurs are a big deal now, but I guess they just weren't a big deal to me because I didn't know much about them or maybe I'd have been more interested in alligators. But I do know a few things about alligators and so I thought I might tell you that because maybe we could all learn something. I can tell you that alligators don't hibernate. They do like frogs do. They kind of bury themselves down in the in the mud next to the water, so the bank of a river or the bank of a lake, and they kind of burrow down in there, and then when it gets warm, they'll come out and lay in the sun to warm up because they're, they're cold-blooded like frogs. But they live for 50 years. Can you believe that? They can live a long time, and they can't chew 
you'd think with those great big mouths they could chew, but they can't. They can just bite and swallow. They can't chew anything. So that's why they grab things and then they do that spin, that roll, the death roll, they call it. And, uh, and that's how they tear off pieces that they can swallow. That's kind of gross, isn't it? I'm glad I can chew. And alligators can roar. Now, we, I've heard this before because on one of our, on our ranch a long time ago, we had big alligators out there. You could hear them. We didn't see them very often, but you could hear them. And they, they make this kind of great big noise. They go, but you can feel it. It like vibrates the air. It's really kind of a scary thing to hear. You don't want to go out there at night. And another thing I learned is, you know how a dog will open its mouth to pant when it's hot? Well, alligators, they don't pant, of course, but they open their mouths to cool off. So sometimes if you see one and it's got its mouth way open, it may not be trying to eat you. It may uh, it may be trying to cool off. But I wouldn't run up there and stick my hand in its mouth because it might eat you if you did. And they have a lot of teeth. And, you know, it's a funny thing. When their teeth wear down, they fall out and they get new ones. Wouldn't that be cool if you could just get new teeth? Now, when you're a kid and your teeth fall out, you get new big teeth, but then that's usually all anybody gets. You don't get another set after that, but alligators, they keep going, and they, some scientists have found that uh, alligators can grow as many as 3,000 teeth. I'm glad I don't have 3,000 teeth. My mouth isn't that big. <laughs> now, their jaw muscles are really strong for biting down on stuff. They got a really strong grip. If they catch you, it's really hard to get away from them, but they don't have real strong muscles for opening their mouths. And that's why you see them, if they catch one on a show or something, they'll close its mouth with duct tape. And I'm thinking, well, they're not very strong if they can't tear through duct tape, but they just can't open their mouths like that. They can close them really hard, but they can't open them really hard. So I thought that was interesting. And you know, the way that they find out if alligator eggs, because they lay eggs, did you know that? They don't have babies, they lay eggs, and then they put them in a nest and they, they're just like chickens. They cover them up and keep them warm. Well, how warm the eggs are determines whether they have boy babies or girl babies. Because if the temperature is below 87 degrees, they're going to have girl babies. And if it's above uh, 89 degrees, they're going to mostly have boy babies. And if it gets really hot, like 90 degrees or better, it's going to be all girl babies. And they can tell that just by how hot the nest is. Isn't that weird? <laughs> but listen, if you see an alligator nest, get away from it because the mamas are just like mamas of everything else. They're very protective and you do not want to get between them and their nest. Mamas always protect their babies, whether it's alligators or bears or your mama. Our mamas are just very protective and you don't want to get close to their babies. They'll get you. Now, one day at the ranch, I was in my truck and I drove from the barn, the big barn, all the way down the hill to the double blue gates and I went through the double blue gates and now you can turn left or you can turn kind of right kind of straight but I didn't turn left I didn't need to go that way I went to the right or kind of straight there and just went to the end of that pasture to see what I could see and if there were any cows out there because I had a lot of calves in that pasture and I went out to the water tank the stock tank or pond people call them different things we called it the stock tank because that's where our stock drank. And so it was kind of a pond, just a big pond, a couple acres, pretty big pond. 
and I went to make sure there was good water because, you you know, your calves have to have water and they have to have grass and they have to have salt and they have to have minerals. So I was checking all that kind of stuff. And then you count your calves when you're out there. Well, I went down to the pond to look and make sure they had water. And sure enough, they had water, but there was a log floating in the water. And I drove up. I thought that was weird. And I got out of my truck and the log looked at me. I went, whoa, and got back in my truck. <laughs> because logs aren't supposed to look at you. That's not right. Well, this log wasn't a log. It was about a four and a half foot long alligator. And y'all, my high school education did not prepare me for what to do with an alligator in my stock tank. That was just not something I was prepared for. And I stared at him and I I, I wanted a closer look, but I was scared to get out because y'all, they're really fast on the ground. They can't run very far but they can run faster than a, than a man can over a short distance. They can run faster than a horse can over a short distance, which is kind of scary if you're out there by yourself, me and the dog. So I made the dog stay in the truck, and uh, I climbed out of my truck window and into the back of the truck with the dog so I could get a little higher and maybe see what this alligator was doing. And then I started worrying that maybe it had eaten one of my calves. And so I drove through the pasture and counted my calves, and nope, they were all there eating, happy and fat and sassy. So I drove back to the pond, and there he was. And I thought, you know, the worst thing would be if my calves come over here, because they will. In the evening, they'll come over here to get a drink of water. And what if that alligator eats one of them? That'd be terrible. That's awful. So I did several things shortly after that. I went and found a friend of mine who's from Louisiana, and I thought ought to know a lot about uh, alligators, and all he wanted to talk about was how good it would be to eat that one. I'm like, dude, I'm worried about it eating me. I'm not trying to eat the alligator. <laughs> have you ever eaten alligator? I have eaten alligator. You, not that one. Years later, we were somewhere at a restaurant, and they had alligator bites, and I went, well, all right, we'll try it, and so we got some in it. You know, it's just like everything. They say everything tastes kind of like chicken. It didn't taste anything like chicken. It tasted kind of like alligator. I don't know what to tell you about that. You'll just have to try it. It's pretty good with ketchup, I thought. But anyway, he came down there with me and, and looked at it. And he said, well, well, why don't you get in there and, and, and get it out? And we'll eat it. And I'm like, dude, I am not going in the water after an alligator. I don't know a lot about him, but I know not to do that. I'm not getting in the water with that alligator. Uh, and so, I, you know. I took him home and got my horse and moved all my calves out of that pasture so that that alligator wouldn't eat them. And they weren't really wanting to be moved, and my horse didn't really want to work. But, y'all, I was, I was scared to death. I couldn't afford to feed alligators cattle. That's not a good plan. Cowboys are in charge of keeping their cows safe. That's what they're in charge of. So you got to be careful of things like alligators because that's not their job. Their job is to feed alligators. Tried to think of some way to trap him or get rid of him. And really, how would you trap an alligator? I don't know the answer to that. And we didn't have an alligator man. I didn't know. To, you know. Now, we had, uh, we had a state beaver man. We had beaver problems, and we called the state of Texas. And they sent a beaver man out there to catch them or shoot them or whatever and get rid of them. But he could do that because that was his job. But there wasn't a state alligator man. I didn't know who to call for that. So I just moved my cows. And, you know, the water went down because the, the, the place, the pasture that those calves were in flooded whenever they let water out of the great big lake up the way. And that's where the alligator came from. It had washed out of the lake and through the, the dam at the lake and then washed it down into my ranch in a flood. And uh, 
you know, I never saw it again. Don't know where it went. Didn't uh, didn't eat any of my calves, and I don't know where it. Maybe it's still out there, and maybe it's a great big one that goes uh and slaps its tail on the water sometimes to scare cowboys because that does. I hear that sound out there at night sometimes. And go ooh, I wonder if that's him. <laughs> so I guess my advice to you is if you see an alligator, make sure your cows are safe. That's what I did. Make sure you're safe. That was really the first thing I did. I made sure my dog didn't go bark at it, and I made sure I stayed in the truck, too. So you got to take care of yourself. you got to keep yourself safe because, you know, sometimes dangerous things are out there, and you have to think about that, and you have to take care of yourself. That's important. Are you taking good care of yourself? I hope so. All right. How about a lullaby? That might be fun. Here's one I haven't sung to you in a while. Let's try this. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. You did a good job today, and I'm very proud of you. And I hope you rest well, and I hope you have sweet dreams, and I hope you wake up in the morning in a happy mood, ready to go do fun things and big things and important things and take care of things and take care mostly of you. Good night, friend. <laughs>